What would change if you had an actionable plan for what you will do and how you will do it? That is based on what you learned in the past and are learning right now. And that plan excited you. And that plan excited you. I'm Dr. Rob McKenna, and welcome to the Wild Conversation, where we make the best thinking in psychology, leadership, and organizational science accessible to leaders who are willing to learn and edit for their sake, for their sake, and for the sake of others. And today we are actually wrapping up our series on building whole leader continuity, and specifically today, development plans that matter. So it's one thing to get things done and a completely different thing to get things done well and on purpose. How amazing would it be if you and every other person around you had a development plan for the coming year? Not a plan for what you're gonna do, but a plan for how you're going to learn and grow as you're doing it. And it is unfortunate that too many people have no plan for their learning when their learning is going to play an immeasurable part in how they show up in every challenge ahead. The problem is that many of us have never imagined having a documented plan for our development and instead move through our past and current experiences without a way to intentionally take our lessons, our self-awareness, and our awareness of others forward. A development plan that matters is a documented reflection on who you are, where you're going and why, who you are attempting to become, and all the other variables that will be important if you are to walk forward with breathable intention and not repeated mistakes. A development plan that matters is informed by others, but formed by you because it's yours. It's informed by others, but formed by you because it's yours. If you're working in an organization or studying in the school, in my best world, they would provide the structure for the deeper questioning, but you would provide the context and the answers that are true to your whole story in relation to others. It's been a powerful process for me, both personally and professionally. And I'll never forget a few years back when I chose the developmental theme of conviction for my coming year. I cared so much about developing the leader capacity around me and the leaders around me. And I had seen the power of my conviction in helping some leaders move forward. And so I had seen that. And at one point um, into the next year, I got feedback from several clients. <laughs> I got feedback from a lot of clients that I was intimidating when I spoke to their leaders. And they were making a decision whether they would bring me back or not. And I got to tell you, I was baffled at first. But then it, it dawned on me that I had taken action on being more convicted. That was in my plan, which they were experiencing as too much. And I, just, I had never imagined that people would experience me. I just didn't think because I cared so much. I didn't think that people might experience me that way. So the next year, I kind of shifted my, my, my plan a little bit. I chose not to back off on my theme of conviction, but simply added care to it. My theme in the coming year was going to be convicted care because I wanted every leader with whom I worked to hear a strong voice from me, but I also wanted to work on expressing the care as well. And my, my next year, I have to tell you, was much better, as you can imagine. And when it comes to our influence on others, there is too much at stake for us not to move forward with some intention regarding our learning and growth 
and the relationship they have to our ability to get things done and to do life and work well. Even further, I would say this, the stakes are too high for us not to invest in others being able to have that same plan. Intention and attention regarding the most important questions of our lives is what a whole and intentional plan is all about. Even, even if in my own work in life, I've seen the power of intention as I've rest, wrestled through the calling and purpose in my life, my personality, my readiness to lead in different contexts, my motivations experiences, my competencies that's affected not just how I function, but how my team functions, my support and investment in others, all of it. I would not naturally consider myself intentional regarding my own development and learning, but through a system that breathes, I've seen the impact that has a drastic impact on my work, relationships, and, and my movement toward a, and sustainment of a, what I would consider wholeness. In a recent conversation with one of my nephews, he told me that every year, his intention is to take a trip by himself to somewhere in the world. And that that year, uh, he was going to the Shakespeare Festival in Ashland, Oregon. And while those of us around that are sitting here, like listening to this, could have just left it at that, like all of us were listening to him tell the story, his plan launched its in, us into dozens of questions we had for him because we knew his intent was the result of more than a whim. We wanted to know why he's going to a Shakespeare Festival. And more importantly, why he plans this trip alone every year. We wanted to know what it is about him that makes this important. If his intent was that other people were going to play a role in his trip, or if his intent was to be alone or to start alone. We wanted to know his intention, if it was to learn or to just be. Like we, My wife and I were sitting there, we had all these questions for him. We, of course, wanted to know where he was going to stay, and which, which plays he was going to see. And my nephew describes himself this way. He is a unique combination between left and right brain, but so often functions in a world where the two parts of his brain are separated. He's introverted. Listen to this. He's introverted, but more extroverted with people he knows better. He works in a technology firm by day and is a theater actor by night. His dream role would be to play Macbeth, is what he, what he told us. So why is he going? He told us he wants to push his introverted self into situations that cause his extroversion to emerge with strangers. He also mentioned that if he's not intentional about stretching himself and getting out, he could get bored and complacent. And he went on to mention that theater is where he feels most alive. And what's, what's crazy and awesome about what he described is that he remains open to the possibility that he will hunker down and enjoy the plays alone, or that the purpose may be some may somehow be infused in the relationships that may emerge. Amazing. Our best plan includes two different two kinds of intent: intent to do specific things, and intent to remain open to new learning that will emerge on the road ahead. A plan matters. And the plan matters at a much deeper, deeper level beyond where we're going to sleep and when we're going to leave. Who we are, our preparation and surroundings, and our level of resourcing are the start. Why we're going, the experience we want to have, what motivates us, what we want to learn, who will go with us, how we're going to be, all those things 
must be a part of the plan too. And in my best world, we would each be thinking about who we will serve better if we execute on that plan. So let's go a little bit deeper. Our human experience at work or in the rest of our lives is full of paradoxes. And our intentional plan for our development is no different. These are things, these are competing tensions. These are things that drive us into an inescapable and awesome cycle of getting ready, arriving, and continuing to learn and develop in ways that fully integrate the wonderful tensions inherent in what it means to be a leader or a person. In your work, with your friends or family, or in your community, when you begin to move through life with more structure and intention, while maintaining an openness to continue to learn and develop, incredible things begin to happen, not only for you, but for everyone within your influence. It often begins with a shift in your mindset, with you seeing the reality of your aspiration for wholeness amidst the reality that you aren't there yet. Once, once your mind begins to shift, the way you're thinking begins to shift. And that shift in, in knowledge, by the way, also often takes time. When we work with leaders, we've found that it takes a little bit of time. Then it's time to practice. Once your mind begins to shift, then it's time to practice, to begin to change your behavior and the way you interact with the people around you. That practice also takes time as you try things out, as you fail, as you succeed, you learn and you try again. And finally, amazingly, over time, that knowledge and practice, in other words, the way we're thinking, the way we're behaving, becomes something more deeply rooted in our identity as we begin to see ourselves differently and the other, other people see the same thing in us. A real, realization that you aren't just here for you, but for the sake of others, you will serve for the rest of your life. Making a plan is about getting ready. And as I often say to leaders, it's time for us to get ready. <laughs> and that readiness begins with an awareness of where we are now, the progress we've made in becoming aware of things we haven't been intentional about in the past. So like we have to learn from those things. The time to try a few things out and then watching as our beliefs about ourselves and others begin to change. If you're beginning to get intentional about your life and work from a developmental and whole perspective, you've likely wrestled with a lot. You've begun the process of understanding your personality, assessing your readiness, and you've become aware that there may be something to hear regarding the call and purpose of your life and work, at least as you understand it now. You've also become aware of the power of purpose behind your goals, your present, how you're showing up in the high-pressure moments that matter in your life the experience you've, you've had or you want next and the skills and knowledge that you'd like to gain and the importance of your unique motivations to learn them. Maybe most importantly, you've begun to think about the people in your life, those who surround you and those you surround. You've also heard me, if you, if you listened at all, go on and on about the importance of questions in all of those things and that it's all just beginning. If you're in this conversation for the first time, for the first time, whether you are a college student, a first-time manager of other people, a parent, a pastor, or the CEO of a corporation, much of what you've experienced is an awareness that there is something to see and get intentional about. I usually find, by the way, that it takes about a year. 
It takes about a year. It takes a, t- a longer investment, even in beginning to see, oh, when someone shifts to being a, becoming a manager, the first step is like just this awareness. Oh, being a leader is a thing. Like a lot of first-time managers that many of us have dealt with, they just don't even realize that that's a thing to think about. And that 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 realization can take some time. The second time through, as you begin, you've gone through that process of that awareness and developing a plan. The second time through, things begin to change as you as your new way of thinking becomes a testing period where you begin to try out new ways of interacting with others in a more whole way, but with intention. You're trying things out. And even further out, what we have seen is that awareness and practice start to impact how we see ourselves. That's when you'll know that deep-seated preparation that I often describe is beginning to happen. Deep-seated preparation is beginning to happen. At that point, you still aren't done because there will be new challenges and a new level of, of a need for maintenance and intention. But my hope is that you'll feel you'll feel your feet firmly planted in a mission that affirms you and challenges you at the same time. And as always, for your sake and for the sake of others around you. The key to a development plan that matters and that will lead to action is stopping to pay attention. If there's one thing that, that our Wild Leaders organization does with a great deal of attention is just getting leaders to stop. To take a look and actually to think about what would it mean for me to become a better version of myself? And then to be mindful of all the different areas where your learning and growth are connected. A plan going forward doesn't have to be complex. In fact, simplicity matters, but it must be based on an active reflection on where you've been, where you are now, and where you're going next. And I want to give you a few litmus tests for your plan. If you've never done one before and you're beginning to think about it or you're using the wild plan as a process for you, I want to give you a few litmus tests for your plan that ensure that it has personal and professional relevance, that it matters, okay? Here's, here's a couple of things. Number one, did it come from you and does it energize you? I am so over boring plans. I'm just over it, y'all. So did it? if it comes from you, like, and does it energize you? Like, we should be excited by this. If not, let's keep working. Number two, does it include both your strengths and your areas for development? Does it include the things that are affirming what you're good at and things that you need to work on? Number three, will you talk about it with a manager, friend, or a loved one? If it's energizing to you, my hope is that you'll talk about it because development is a relational process. Getting some input from someone we trust is important. Maybe it's a coach. Number four, does it include ways you both think and behave differently? Does it include a reflection on both the way that you will think differently or you'll take it, you'll test that out or the ways things you'll try out and you'll take action on? And then number five, is the result a plan that will help you and others at the same time? If you're in an organization that, that is inspiring to you and it'll help you, but it also will help your organization and your team move forward. Your whole story is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's all of it. And leading a whole and intentional life that will allow you to build the fortitude necessary to serve others well and to build continuity for others only requires us to take what we already know about how we learn and grow, all of it, and begin to assess, to become aware, to ask questions, 
to get input from others. Because the brokenness and fragmentation within us and around us is still there. But my deepest hope is that with some intention, the tensions we experience as leaders, the tensions we experience as leaders and as people will no longer tear us apart without our understanding why, but instead will become paradoxical gifts that provide the opportunity to learn and grow uh, and to more deeply relate to the experience of others. And I have seen intention and a system of life that breathes work for so many people. And that's why I have so much confidence for you and for me. So I want to ask you three questions that are important. They're an important, they're not a whole plan, but they are an important sampling of what it means to create a development plan for yourself. The beginnings, just some beginning questions. And imagine you asking these and maybe other people around you asking these things in your community or your organization. They aren't a comprehensive plan, but my hope is that it will give you a taste of how your learning and, and intentions will create an action in the future for you and everyone else around you. All right, so here's question number one. What are three things you are aware of today that you were not aware of about yourself one year ago? Examples include your personality, your motivations, your readiness, your experiences, skills and competencies, or maybe your networks of support. Number two, what is your development theme for this coming year? And how will you take action on that awareness you've gained? And number three, what would change in the experience of others around you if they were given the opportunity to develop a whole and intentional plan for themselves? A plan that matters. So those are my three questions as we continue to think about this. So let's keep the conversation going. Thank you for listening to this Wild Conversation. To join our live Wild Conversation on Fridays, visit our website at wildleaders.org backslash wild conversation and subscribe to this podcast for regular whole and intentional leader development conversations. Have a great day.